Men of all creeds and belief systems have the capacity to hurt you and disappoint you. So it's time we stop listening to men's cheap words and start looking at actions. Okay, I don't care what you call yourself, but if your actions show that you're a bad person, you're a bad person. Hey, bestie. Welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host, Elf, and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about not trusting men who call themselves feminists because they tend to be wolves in sheep's clothing. We will also cover the importance of cultivating women-only spaces and how it's kind of suspicious whenever a man wants to participate in women-only spaces, whether they are hostile or supportive. But before we get into it, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. With that being said, let's get into it. If you're confused and wondering whether the spoiled girly support group is feminist, join the club. I don't know either. Maybe we'll figure it out together. For today's many definitions of feminism in general, spoiled girlies are bad feminists. We decenter men and center ourselves, but sometimes our own selves want to be in partnerships with men, which is an absolutely valid desire, but us wanting to be in partnerships with men is somehow centering men, and that makes us bad feminists. We resent our own objectification, but also find ways to profit from it by conforming to beauty standards and all the other standards, and also by being entitled spoiled gold diggers. Because us hating said objectification doesn't make it go away, so might as well get paid for it. In a sense, being a spoiled girly is malicious compliance. But us profiting from said objectification means that we are perpetuating said objectification for generations to come. But that's assuming that we have power over how the other sex, i.e. men, perceive us. And so far, the evidence points to they will always objectify us, so might as well get paid for it. And apparently, that makes us bad feminists. On top of being bad feminists, we're also bad traditionalists. Because yes, we want provision, but we also want to work or run our own business and save and invest our own money. Like, we want to be led, but only in the ways that we want to be led. And apparently, that makes us bad traditionalists. I mean, it's not like we want to identify as either, we just want to live. But people from both sides get so mad that we don't toe their pre-drawn lines. Everyone tells us that we cannot have our cake and eat it too, we're asking for too much, what we want is impossible. Yet we all know that what we want has already been achieved by so many women around us. Plenty of women have already proven that what we want is not impossible. So why are we ideologically homeless? Why are people such haters towards us? The amount of hater read, the spoiled girlies have to put up with online and in real life, it's astounding. What if everyone hates on us because they're just jealous? They hate us because they ain't us. What if we don't fit in anywhere because we are pioneering a reality that the feminists and traditionalist women of the past could only ever dream of? What if we are sparking a new movement capturing all the lessons that we have learned from past movements and everybody else is just playing catch up? Like everyone else is hitting from the outside of the club. But then the moment people join the club, their lives get better. The spoiled girly support group may not be feminist or traditionalist or perfect, but we're pro-women. And that's good enough. We are tired of waiting to be perfect. We can work on making it perfect together. Long story short, we're TBD on the whole feminism thing. So today's conversation will not be about feminism in itself, but rather men who call themselves feminists, okay? There's feminism, feminists, and there's men who call themselves feminists. That's the scope and limitations of this video, okay? No nuance, Nelly. Sit in front of the class. Here's the video that inspired today's class. This may be a very controversial 
take or opinion or whatever, but I don't think that men should call themselves feminists. And as a woman, I think you need to be wary of men like that because there's usually no reason to bring this up. But if for some reason a man starts to casually bring up how much of a feminist he is around you, here's some questions that you can ask him. And I think his answers to these questions will sort of explain why I'm so against men calling themselves feminists. The list. My first question is, do other men know you're a feminist? Or do you mostly tell this to other women? And why? Do you often say in a room full of men that you're a feminist so that they know not to talk like they do about women behind closed doors? So that they know not to throw women under the bus in front of you or else you might do something about it? Being a feminist means demanding equal rights for women. And a lot of men call themselves feminists and will never even come close to demanding equal rights for women even when they are fully in the position to do so. If they're doing something really simple like telling other men that they're a feminist, they won't do that. They'll most often just tell that to the women around them. Why? What are the biggest issues that you see women facing today? And what do you think we can do about it? It'll just show you if he's even thought about it at all. And then the kind of issue that he chooses to focus on will also tell you a lot. A lot of times it'll be like, women, women are just not sexually liberated enough. You know what I mean? We need more porn. We need like porn to be everywhere. We need women to be more sexually liberated. It's like, that's not feminism. But if that's the only reason as a man that you're like in the movement, he's back up out of the movement. Like, we got it. We got it. The last question is just like, why? Why do you call yourself a feminist? Especially again, if it's just to me, if it's just a woman, and for some reason you're kind of like dropping in that you're, you're a feminist. Why? Why do you do that? It's like, why are you telling me? If you know what to do, you just act like it. You don't need to tell me because that just feels like something more to protect you than it is me, right? As a woman, when a man starts telling me about how big of a feminist he is, I'm like, what fucked up thing are you gonna do that I'm gonna come to you later about? And you're gonna be like, I couldn't have possibly done that because I'm a feminist. That's all I think about because that's what's happened to me. Just in case you ever feel like really safe around a man who name drops feminism a lot, don't, don't get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable. Godspeed, stay safe out there. Feminist men are often wolves in sheep's clothing. The good men, pro-women men, benevolently sexist men, chivalrous men do not identify as feminists. They just treat women well, period. I've always said, if they have to proclaim it, they aren't whatever it is they're saying, especially if they remind you of it often. It's kind of like when people say they're a good person. Like, if you have to say it, you're probably not a good person. My fiance doesn't call himself a feminist. His actions show it 100% of the time. You know what's cute? The fact that there's men out there who are the biggest supporters of women through action and genuine care for women, but they would never in a million years call themselves a feminist. Like, you know who I'm talking about. There's men in your life who are like that. Like, they would never identify themselves as a feminist, but in the core sense that being feminist means that you care for women, they're totally that definition. And honestly, after meeting and dating men who call themselves feminists, it's actually a red flag whenever you meet them in real life. It's an immediate ick whenever men call themselves feminist. And like I said, this is less about feminism in itself, but rather men who call themselves feminist. Like they want the benefits of allyship or getting under the good graces of women without actually doing anything. And it is even more shady whenever men call themselves feminists in exclusively women's spaces. For example, in the spoiled girly support group, men are not allowed. And a lot of the kind-hearted girlies, I know you, you're kind-hearted, you wanna give people the benefit of the doubt, you think people in general are good, you're gonna say, well, it's okay if they're supportive, we need men on our side. I really appreciate you. You're so kind-hearted, you're so compassionate, but no. I'm so sorry to tell you that the good men will not be invading women's spaces, lurking, studying female conversations. That's shady behavior. Commenting to get our attention, arguing with us, like, shady behavior. Good men will not be centering themselves in a female space, like, they're not gonna be in the female space to begin with. Instead of coming up with covert ways to attract women. What are women up to? What do women want? How can I manipulate them into serving my needs? What information can I get through covert means? Like I said, that's shady behavior, okay? Any man who participates in the spoiled girly support group is in his divine feminine receiving energy, whether he agrees with us or not. 
just the fact that he is accessing female-centered content is proof that he is lacking something in his life. And once again, needs the labor, time, presence, and gifts of women to fill it. Go find brotherhood. And even more insidious is the fact that they get so upset whenever we don't give them a platform to support us. Check out this comment from a man who supposedly supports us, but is so upset when his support goes unnoticed, uncelebrated, unacknowledged. Because we didn't center him, a man, in a female space, we're the bad guy. Oh my god, I have been trying to write comments on this vid for 10 minutes. I even tried editing my comments because I thought I was the problem. But now I realize the creator of this content is blocking all male comments. Even if the male comments are positive, just to keep her narrative, shake my divine feminine receiving energy head. First of all, only nuanced spoiled girlies are allowed in the comments. It's a privilege to be here. If you're not a spoiled girly, this is not your support group. You're not welcome here. We don't owe you space here. There's a reason why it's called a support group. If you've ever been in one, you'll know that it's not a place to challenge whoever is speaking. If you don't vibe with it, find a different support group. Like, do you get it now? It's a support group, not speech and debate class. Like the part where it says, even if the comments are positive. That one really got me. Like, should I grovel and say, oh my god, thank you so much for agreeing with me, anonymous man. What would I ever do without male validation? This is why men are not allowed in the comments. Their support online is always conditional. Conditional upon you centering them in a space not meant for them. Conditional upon you licking their boots for doing the bare minimum. And yeah, silently agreeing with a spoiled girly support group is the bare minimum. No good man will disagree with a spoiled girly support group. So if it pisses you off, then you're not the target. Bye. And good men know not to involve themselves in female spaces. To preserve the exclusivity, the sanctity, the safety of those female spaces. Like, we're not sorry. We're not praising you for doing the bare minimum, for being a decent human being, supporting basic human rights. We don't celebrate the bare minimum. We don't need the pick me, I'm not like other guys, behavior in the comment section. When we all know it's a ploy to gain free access to women. And as evidenced by this specific commenter getting upset that they're not centered in a space that is not meant for them, that they're not celebrated for doing the bare minimum, that they don't get a cookie for agreeing with basic human rights, looks like not allowing men in the comments was the right decision. Point blank, period. There's absolutely no reason to talk to men online for free, in public, or in private. If they want to talk to a woman, they'll need to date women properly. And also, words are cheap. We're done with words. We need action. We're done hearing men talk. Like all these men, alfalfa bros and respective pikmisha groupies, we're done hearing men talk. Y'all talk too much. It's giving divine, feminine, receiving energy. So I don't trust any man watching, commenting in the spoiled girly support group. It's insidious. And you know what I don't like seeing online is when women fight with men in the comments. And I'm not gonna lie, like I think it's good that women are pushing back, but for an individual woman to do that, like men are relentless. They will not stop. They will attack anything, you know, from their faceless profiles. It reminds me of when people say that men are visual creatures, but then they look like that. That's hilarious. Anyway. Whenever I see women fight with men online, I just feel so bad. Because I've done that before, before I wisened up. You just get so drained and it's just not a good feeling. And so I give you permission to no longer engage with men online. If they say something so out of pocket, like, okay, you believe that, good luck, bye. Because there's absolutely no point. And let me wake you up to this, bestie. 
Wake up, listen to this. Women are the source. Women set the dating market. The reason why we always talk about, oh, men are so market driven, they're so market driven, because they need to be. Because we women set the dating market and they don't want us to wake up to that. So I'm waking you up, bestie, wake up. Women set the dating market. Whatever women desire, if we set a price to it, men will pay. Because like I said, men objectify us. They need us as tools in their games with other men. And men without tools in their games with other men, they're losers. And what do men most value? Male validation from their peers. So when you wake up to this fact that women are the source we are the source of change if we want things to change if we want these men to think differently they can gossip in their little mics on these podcasts about how women are evil women are this women are that you're not worth that much well women are gold diggers blah, blah, blah. like you know western women are so masculine like okay okay because contrary to popular belief even though our online lives are very important and you know a lot of people make their livelihoods online we still have to live in the real world and the real world is a big reality check for people the real world is where you implement all the beliefs that you are buying in the ideal marketplace that is online so all the spoiled girlies when you implement everything that we talk about online here in the real world you get positive results but what do these other people with their ineffective belief systems their misogynistic belief systems what do they get in the real world? They get failure because they're so entitled to success because they're so entitled to women, they get neither. They get no success and no women. So there is absolutely no point in women getting out of their feminine energy and fighting men online. There's absolutely no point. So I'm telling you now, don't engage with men online because they are energy vampires. They will literally suck the energy out of you in a simple comment thread, okay? Let's read more comments. Live men usually still uphold patriarchy without realizing it. They'll want 50-50 on dates because equality, but completely ignore women's invisible labor. Trust me, they realize it, it's on purpose. If men with low integrity promote a certain ideology, best believe it's because they benefit from it and other people are just collateral damage and other people being women. One bad habit we can all end now is attributing male behavior to ignorance. It's almost 2024. We're not infantilizing men anymore. They know what they're doing. And they're counting on us to not believe that they know what they're doing so we keep excusing below bare minimal effort behavior. I've noticed a lot of feminist men only say they are because they want to be 50-50 in relationships and be able to exploit women's bodies in the name of feminism. A lot of the feminist men I've met have called me a prude for not wanting to sleep with them or send nudes or discuss SEX with them, lol. I mean, what did I just say? Repeat after me. If men with low integrity support it, it's probably gonna make you suffer. Let's get into this. Supposedly leftist men, when you tell them they have to actually put feminism into practice and can't just paint their nails, they will continue to call women they disagree with bitches. I'm so glad we're finally talking about this. As someone who had the absolute displeasure of dating leftist men, don't assume that we're giving conservative men a pass either. Okay, we've covered how conservative men literally use traditional values and the Bible to justify them entrapping and mistreating women. Kind of sacrilegious, if you ask me. Back to the topic, men of all creeds and belief systems have the capacity to hurt you and disappoint you. So it's time we stop listening to men's cheap words and 
and start looking at actions, okay? I don't care what you call yourself, but if your actions show that you're a bad person, you're a bad person. Back to the topic, as someone who had the absolute displeasure of dating leftist men, absolutely not. Leftist men think women are public property, while right-wing men think women are private property. Changed me, and I've never recovered. Okay, this is the first time I've ever heard of this, and my mind is blown. As we talked in the last class, men objectify women. It is not a function of good men don't objectify women or bad men objectify women, men just do it, okay? Doesn't necessarily make them bad people, but it's just a function of being a man. And yes, it is totally disappointing when you think about it that all the men in your life at some point objectified women, but they do. And it is very disappointing. But once you accept that, that men do that, you can profit from it. Men objectify women, it's a fact and a fact that we cannot change. Men use women as their tools in their games with other men. And in these games with other men, women are property. And I know, it seems like we have a false dichotomy situation going on, like either your public property if you date a leftist liberal man by allowing him and multiple versions of him to access you and your body within hookup culture, or be private property if you are with a traditional conservative man who would not let other men access you and look at you and basically isolate you from all unrelated male contact. That's the dichotomy here, a false dichotomy. But there's another option and it's self-sovereignty. Just don't deal with men at all and you won't be objectified. You don't need to be anyone's property. You don't need to have relationships with men. But a lot of women do want relationships with men. And I'm sorry, but you will be objectified. You will be looked at as property. And in this dichotomy, whenever you do desire relationships with men, it's much better to be private property. And I'm so sorry, like I know people get so upset whenever we objectify ourselves because other people do it. But like I said, once you accept things for as they are, you profit for them. And maybe down the line, you get power to change it. But we're gonna deal with how things are right now instead of throwing a toddler tantrum because we're not getting our way because we refuse to participate in the game with the rules as they are now, okay? So I'm done, I'm done throwing a tantrum. I'm done having to protest our way into whatever version of equality we want, okay? We're just gonna do it ourselves. Malicious compliance. As a woman, being private property is the safer option. Like, have you met men? They always act like you owe them something. Like, women literally cannot walk down the street and not have a man ask her to smile. Women literally can't go anywhere without the threat of violence from men who wanna access them. So in a world that is hostile against women, if you do have to choose between being public property or private property, I choose private. Might as well be private property for a man of your own choosing. A man who has the kindness, the ability and the willingness to take care of you, to protect and provide for you. I know, it sounds depressing as all hell, but it's the reality and you either get mad about that or you get paid. You have the choice. Here's my other beef with men who call themselves feminists. They think their feminism gives them license to be misogynists. They're feminists until a woman has an opinion they don't agree with, and then they release the most violent and disparaging misogynistic commentary. When you tell leftist men they can't objectify conservative right-wing women, they will continue to put the words cis and white in front of women, thinking it cancels out all their misogyny. Like I said, don't trust men who pretend to be something just to gain the favor of women in an all-female space. They pretend to be allies with their words because a lot of the time their words don't even show that they're allies. But okay, that common thread though really made me so proud to be a woman because you see the solidarity in that common thread? Realizing that even women who believe in different political beliefs, different religions, whatever, different backgrounds, these women still identified with each other as women. Last comment. 
feminist men when they actually have to respect women. Listen, the man minding his own business, staying out of female conversations, treating women around him in real life with kindness and generosity. These men are a lot more pro-women than some man pretending to be a feminist in a comment section. Than some man wearing an I am feminist t-shirt. Than some man trying to infiltrate a woman's group, trying to center himself, and then getting mad that, that his support is not being acknowledged. It's so curious that even women who disagree with other women's belief systems, they don't objectify the women they disagree with. Yet these rabid men are so excited, literally foaming at the mouth, waiting for an opportunity to unleash their misogyny, thinking that their faux allyship gives them a pass. Like, why are we not surprised? A man who calls himself a feminist, a man who calls himself an ally, is still a man. <sighs> There's no outro, I'm tired. Bestie, you need to wake up. Okay? Bestie, wake up!